0: Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So, grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Today I have a very special episode for you because today is Mother's Day. So I was just thinking about the mamas out there and I wanted to turn on my computer and turn on my microphone and just say a couple things to you. Uh, I know that not everyone in listening to this is a mom and, you know, feel free to skip, skip this episode or maybe listen. You might find something in this episode for you, too. Uh, but having having children is a hard is a hard job. It is very difficult. Whether you have little babies at home, or sassy toddlers, angsty teenagers, or full grown adult children, being a mom is a really hard thankless job. And sometimes our only award for all the hours that we are providing care is like these cute slobbery kisses and really just watching our kids grow into their own little humans, right? Grow into their own beings. And it's so easy as a mom to become a martyr, to put those little humans' needs and desires in front of our own, and to almost like put our own dreams and goals on the back burner in order to help these kids thrive and reach their own successes. You know, so... If you are a a mother, right, and you are a runner, or maybe you are not currently running, but you want to run more often or you want to run more frequently, you know, I just want to say how much strength and courage that takes. And I want you to know right now that you can be an amazing mom and still focus on your own goals, So seriously, pat yourselves on the back. If you are a mama that is figuring out how to get in your runs uh, around all of those, you know, kids' schedules and hauling them to different sports and after-school activities and you got little kids at home that still need a lot of your attention and care, you know, congratulations to you guys. And if you find yourself struggling... To find that time for yourself. If you find yourself struggling to get in your runs or your workouts or to make time for your goals. I want you to know that I uh, I understand and I am cheering you on because I know the struggle. And <laughs> as a mom, we have a million excuses to not go out for our runs. But as a coach... I will always be your advocate, but I won't stand for excuses because I always believe that there are solutions. And I piss a lot of people off because when they come to me with excuses, you know, I'm not maybe the most coddly person, right? You know, when people come to me with these excuses and problems, my first reaction is to start brainstorming, right? To start coming up with solutions on how we can get over these obstacles. And, you know, I only have that mentality because this is the mentality that I've had in my own life, You know, in my own life, I've always been very solution-oriented. I do not like excuses. I do not like obstacles. I see obstacles as challenges, and challenges are opportunity. And so if I see a mountain, I'm going to try to figure out how to get over it or under it or around it, and I'm not just going to sit there and say, well, I don't know how to get up the mountain, so I guess, uh, you know, maybe I'll try again later at a different time in life. So, I'll tell you a personal story. And this is a story that I actually don't think I have ever told anybody in my audience. Like, I haven't told this in any of my Facebook groups or social media. And honestly, I don't even think I've ever told any of my clients this story. So, you guys here on the podcast get a little bit of an exclusive. But I had my son when I was 20 years old. And we were young and broke., uh, my husband at that time, you know, he was still only my boyfriend. He had a motorcycle, but we didn't we didn't have a car. And when I first started running, my son was very little, and I had no idea how I was going to be able to get in my workouts because my husband worked really, really long hours. And yes, I did go running on the weekends when he was home, but as most of you I'm sure know by now, it's very difficult to improve your running or to train for a race if you're only running one day a week. So I, I had to figure out how to get my runs in You know, during the work week when my husband had these long hours at work. And I had to start problem solving or I wasn't going to be able to run that full marathon. And yeah, I could have easily given up my dreams and, and just said, you know, hey, I'll run a I'll run a marathon next year or I'll do it when life is easier or when we have more money. But instead, I said, you know, what am I going to do? Because I don't have access to a treadmill, so it's not like I can just turn on cartoons and have him be occupied while I go for my run. I do not have a, a jogging stroller, and honestly, I didn't even have the money for a jogging stroller. So what am I going to do? How am I going to get in my runs? And I started to come up with solutions, and this is what I came up with because I knew that there was an LA fitness about a mile and a half away from my house and the LA fitness had childcare as like an add on to the membership and the membership I think was like $30 and I said, okay, you know, if I'm really smart with money and I cut back on some things, I can probably afford to come up with $30 a month But how the heck am I going to get to the gym if I don't even have a car? Well, I did have a stroller. It wasn't a jogging stroller, but it definitely worked to go on walks with. I mean, I walked with my son to the grocery store. We walked to the bank. Why can't I walk to the gym, right? So that's what I did. Several times a week, I would put my son in the stroller, I would walk the mile and a half to the gym, I would check him into the kid care, I would deal with him crying because he didn't want me to leave him at the kid care, Um, and then I would go do my run on the treadmill at the gym. Then I would pick my son back up from the kid care. I would put him back in the stroller and we would walk a mile and a half home. And I did this for months and months. Yeah, it was time consuming. Yes, it was absolutely exhausting. But I almost didn't think twice of it about it because that was the only way that i saw me being able to train for this marathon and you know luckily l- and you know during this time period i ended up having a huge jump in my career and we were able to afford our first car and it was so nice to be able to drive to the gym and and save a lot of time but Looking back, I just, I really admire those early days of pushing my son in the stroller to the gym, you know, that took a lot of, you know, it took a lot of courage to do the hard things and to do the things that weren't convenient, so mamas out there, like I know that you have more obstacles. I know that you can't just put on some sneakers and go for a run. I know you have to figure out child care, and I know that the times that you can run might not be the most uh, ideal times. You might have to find yourself waking up really, really early or going for your runs after the kids go to sleep. You might have to ask for help, which can be really uncomfortable, but there are are solutions. So I get it and I understand, but there is absolutely a way. Another thing that I see a lot as a coach and something that I have definitely experienced firsthand is the mom guilt. And I felt like every time I went for a run, I was taking away time from my family. Like, It was a burden for my husband to watch our son on the weekends while I went for a run. Or, you know, I thought my son would hate me, like my little baby would hate me if I left him for too long. So on my runs, I I found myself rushing my workouts. I would like skip the warm up. I would run way too fast in order to kind of expedite my run. Um, you know, I would I would cut off mileage a lot. Like, if I felt like my run was taking too long for me to do, or if I felt like I'd been gone for too long, I'd be like, well, I've done, you know, four out of six miles. I guess that's good enough, right? And I would just stop running because I, I didn't feel like I deserved that extra time in order to run those extra two miles. And, uh, you know... I would just hurry up, and I would rush home and get my things done as soon as possible, and that led to a lot of issues with my running. You know, I was definitely under-trained the first time I was training for my marathon. I, I wasn't doing all the mileage. I wasn't following the training plan, and I had a lot of injuries, and a lot of that was my own doing. Um, You know, not because I wasn't running correctly, not because I didn't know what to do, but because I felt so guilty, I was just trying to rush the process, and, you know, I, I was just not putting myself first. And, uh, you know, from personal experience, like I said, this is, this is all personal experience. I know everybody's journey is very different, but in my experience, it was all in my head, My husband didn't mind those lazy mornings with our little one. He didn't mind taking care of our son. It wasn't a burden for him. You know, my son was just as happy to see me when I got home from my workout. He didn't care about the time that I was gone. He was just happy to see me when I got home. And my family and I, we we still had plenty of time together to do things and play games and you know, have that quality time. So I I realized that I sacrificed so much in the beginning and it was a lot of my own doing. Now, of course, right? When I'm taking the time to go do things for me, uh, you know, I know that I have a very, very, very supportive partner, but, you know, it comes with a little compromise, right? I am taking time to go for my runs and take care of myself and, you know, train for my races. So, of course, you know, it felt good to also give back to my husband and, you know, have give him that same kind of freedom to explore his outlets without guilt. And I would entertain ourselves, son while he played video games, or I would, you know, stay home with the kid when my husband went on, like, weekend motorcycle rides. You know, there was a lot of kind of give and take where we just kind of supported each other in our own kind of outlets and hobbies, and like I said, I know that I'm incredibly blessed to have such a strong marriage and supportive partner. And I know that not everyone has that same support, but I really, really, really encourage you to, to find that support person, you know, a mom, a sister, a best friend, a coworker, you know, someone that can help support you in these goals. I always joke that it takes a village to run a marathon and, you know, whether you're running your first 5k or you're going after that 262 you know, it might take a little bit of help. You might have to ask for help. You might have to, you know, be creative in finding these solutions, but you deserve to not feel guilty for taking the time it takes for you to chase your goals, okay? And I guess I just want to remind you guys that you are the role model for your kids, I know that I do not want to raise my son to expect a a woman to do all the cooking and cleaning and taking care of the family. I don't I don't want him to just think that a woman is meant to sacrifice her life for the family. I want my son to see a woman that is following her dreams and chasing her goals and has a life outside of kids. Because one day if if he becomes a father or, you know, when he has a family, I want him to see that example. And I want him to, to understand that his wife still deserves to have dreams and desires and goals you know, we get to be that role model for our children. I don't want my daughter to grow up, you know, feeling the way that I felt. I don't want her to to have her own family and feel like her own life and dreams need to be put on the back burner. I really want to show her that, you know, you can be a strong, confident woman and you can run or, you know, whatever you want to do, pursue a career and you can do that while still being a nurturing, present and loving mother. You can fill your cup first and still be there for everybody else. And we get to be that example because our kids are always watching, you know, they see the way that we talk to ourselves, our actions, the foods we eat, the way we live, and it's going to have an impact on them as they grow up. Whether we are having these conversations with our children or not, the actions that we are making are impacting our kids. I know that, you know, my son is seven now, and he's done a couple 5Ks with me. Um, I think he he was like three years old when he did his first 5K with me, and for that first 5K, he he definitely did not run the whole way, and honestly, he didn't even walk the whole way, because I know at some point I was giving him a piggyback ride. Um, But, you know, don't be afraid to get your kids involved. Like I said, you know, we we get to introduce them to this lifestyle. Right. And especially if they are interested in running, uh, you know, it's fun to get them involved with like these five K's that are fun and maybe have fun themes. Um, You know, it's fun to to see your kids. L- and enjoying the hobbies that you have and wanting to get into running. Um, now, my son, he he is definitely not a runner. Now at seven years old, he's definitely the artsy kid, right? He has no interest in running. He would much rather stay home and paint and do arts and crafts and sing along to his favorite songs. He He definitely isn't a runner, but he has an appreciation for my running and racing that is super super special like he goes to a lot of my races and he'll be on the sidelines yelling go mommy you got this and you know he's made me some really cute signs uh like last year in school they had to do a project about a woman that he admires and you know, no pressure on him. I didn't even know, you know, he was even doing this project. But he ended up doing the project about me and how he admired me and how I'm the fastest mommy ever and I win every race and I get so many medals. And uh, while that may be a uh, grossly exaggerated, it it definitely just melted my heart because it it made me see a little bit of myself through his eyes because all of those times that i felt this this immense mom guilt he looks back and sees me training to do something that to him is worth bragging about so, mamas out there, like, I, I know the struggle. I know how hard you work. I know that, you know, you are have some unique challenges for you, especially if you are a single parent or a solo parent. You know, you even have more challenges stacked against you. But you are worth the time and effort that it is going to take for you to reach your goals, you can be a badass mother runner and still be there for your kids because you are capable of so much. So I know this episode will be airing a couple days late, but happy Mother's Day and keep working towards those big goals. I am absolutely cheering for you. So that is for that is it for me today. Um, you know, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful. And you can even join my free Facebook group weight loss for runners. And remember my friends until next time you are something wonderful.